Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, yo, what's up, Square Pimp Brigade? On this episode, we have OnlyFans model and author Elena St. James. Um, she's here where she discusses having a baby when you're older, dating uh, older women, uh, honesty in relationships, what women have to worry about in dates, and how you date an older woman. A hotter woman, that's right. And also, uh, thank you to those of us, uh, those of you guys supporting us on Patreon. Uh, it's important because it keeps the show going, and that's where we do bonus content and listener mail. So if you want to join us and get more episodes on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash manschool202. And today with uh, Elena, we continue our conversation with Elena St. James as we talk about more dating tips, uh, how OnlyFans almost went out of business, how that affected people, the boundaries of social media, and then we talk uh, sexual fetishes. So a yeah, lot of cool a stuff. This was a good A one. lot of good stuff happening. So uh, join us over patreon.com slash manschool202. And then also uh, enjoy this week's show. Peace. I'm not an alpha male. I'm not a beta male either. I'm just a better man. Better man. Well, put your happiness first, because if you don't, they won't. What's going on? GYBB, get your balls back. WWDD, what would Dante do? The sexual revolutions being podcasted, and I am excited. This is going to be a good one, Harry. You ready to rock and roll? Absolutely, Dante. Absolutely. Born ready. Well, the, I don't know why you, you asked the, me You're that. in the building. You outside? I'm outside. Is that All what right. your kids are saying? I'm outside. Yeah, that, that's what they're saying. Uh, wow. Why don't you do the introduction for me? That's right. Uh, the guest on today's show is, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of different people from all over the world, from uh, an author, an amazing author, the fantastic Elena St. James. Yeah. Elena. What's hey, up, Elena? Well. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? You look fantastic. I'm, I'm loving the... I, I'm, I look washed out, but then, you know, I'm Norwegian-German heritage, so I kind of always do. Uh, well, you know, delicious, delicious white people. <laughs> well, so I've been told. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Elena, what's going on? Um, you wrote a book, yes? Yeah. I Talk mean, to me. Let, let's let's uh, use that wrote a book term loosely okay. because it's, it's not like it's war and peace. Okay. Um, you know, it's not, I'm not going to get a Pulitzer. I've already taken myself out of that. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it's how to date hot older women by me, okay. a mature model. So, okay. um, but you can see like, you don't even need your reading glasses because it's like really big print Okay. <laughs> and it's wide space. Basically, I um, been doing this mature modeling thing for about a year, okay. and so it's new, you know, rather new. I'm in my fifties, and mm. one of the things that I you look you look great for fifties. I have to well, say, you look great for fifty. Thank you. I, I I might have a blur filter on. I don't know. Nah. know. I don't know. Um, well, the filter can only do so much. We've seen some people with the filters on. So, <laughs> you know. I don't. I don't even know. So, but. Um, thank you. It's all my clean living. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I so I made this I made this book because I had heard about, you know, like, well, writing books. And and I was like, 
um, I asked some of my fans, I'm like, because they always ask me for advice or how do I get, because my, okay, let me just backtrack. My core demographic, I realized was between like 25 and 40, okay. which was shocking to me because I had always been told by my mom um, and she's old school, you know, she's in her eighties. Uh, she was like, you know, once, once you get to be 40, 50, you disappear as a woman. Like you kind of disappear to men. So when, when you I say start, your demographic, your demographic where for the people who don't on, know on OnlyFans and on Instagram. So like Instagram, yeah. you know, I started um, doing that. That's where most of the OnlyFans girls models have a presence right mm. there. And on Twitter, TikTok, you know, all of YouTube, all the various different social media channels. My first two subscribers, April 4th, 2021. I'll never forget it because it was like. They were 28 and 29. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> what? Right, right. You know, because I had always, even in my dating life, and we can talk about this later, in my dating life, guys that were my age, as I got older, it would be like they'd want to date really young girls. Right. And I'd be like 37, mm -hmm. 40, 45, whatever. And, the, and they would be about the same age. But then I would notice that their age range, this is online dating, would be like maybe down to 18. And I'd be Really? Yeah, yeah. You're really going to date somebody that just graduated high school and you're like a 45-year-old manager of a company? Like, right. That is weird. Yeah. But, you know, like, I'm in a different thing. This is not dating. This is fantasy. What I create is fantasy. And, but I noticed it was like 28-year-old, 29-year-old. So I Well, let me ask you this. What, yeah. what, when you say OnlyFans, do you do porn as well or do you just... Or, or I'm a solo creator. Um, okay. Actually, I was just on the phone with um, a large porn studio today, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know, because they contacted me. Mm. And I was like, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know. I'm a relationship girl. So mm. I don't know if I could do that, like to just like jump into it. Because right. before I started, I, I had never, let, let's, let's put it this way, I'd, I'd never shown my boobs. Mm. <laughs> on right. camera like i i was one of those girls like i didn't even want to send selfies when i was dating somebody right. because i thought oh god what if it got leaked well <laughs> were you so, married before or no or... no i was i was engaged um engagement broke up it was a long-term relationship i had a kid on my own which was important to me um and really since then he's been my priority um so i've dated a lot but i haven't been married um it was almost a pseudo marriage because we were together and living together. It's for Is so this long. the same man that you had the child with or no? no, no, I had, I had my child on my own, like sperm bank. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Six, seven, seven. Okay. Cause I was 40. So what happened? I was 40. I was single and I thought I'm heartbroken. Um, I'm not going to find Mr. Right in time. Like right. I can't take right. that chance. Tick tock, right. tick tock. Yeah. Um, I have to make this happen on my own. And I'm I'm somebody that's never um, let conventional ways of doing things stand in my way of my happiness. OK. And I thought, you know what? I'll find Prince Charming later. Um, and so I've done it on my own. And I talk to women, younger women or women that are in that kind of that that I call it the younger, older age. Mm -hmm. um, and I've talked to them like, you know, it's an option. What do you mean? Like maybe 35? Yeah. And, like, uh, when, yeah. The, when the TikTok really starts to yeah, happen. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Because you can't get that back. And I actually address that in my, my book. And I'm like, if you're with a 
a younger, older woman that's still maybe in that baby making time, be respectful. Mm. Know that she has a limited time to have a baby. Mm. Don't waste her time if you What's don't want to be a part of that. What is the age uh, well, range of that? I window? mean, the window is different for, for everybody, but I will tell you, it's shorter than a lot of women think it is because we see these celebrities having babies at 45 and 50. And what they don't tell you is they used a donor egg. Mm. <laughs> they, um, they used assisted technology, you know, like they're not. It's listen, expensive. I, I it's a lot expensive. Of if, you don't, if you don't have the money. You need a lot of can. vitamins and supplements yeah. and special medications you need, too. You need for, Let's face it, you yeah. need fresh eggs. And mm-hmm. once you're past 40, your chances of having a baby with your own eggs is just so tiny. Right. So really, I mean, you're talking 35. When I got, when, so at age 35, you're considered a geriatric pre- pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. 35. Yeah. You know? So I, think, I think they've actually adjusted that down some now so it's very possible i mean uh well when i was 41 i was like okay yeah. if i'm geriatric at 35 i don't yeah. know what am what am i now? And right. like you're just in really good shape you know but that's one of the things i address like don't waste a woman's time if she's in that baby making be respectful of that because it's a real thing you don't oh, as a woman like that's a, that's a lifetime thing if you haven't had a kid and you want to have a kid don't mm. string a woman on because well here's a, here's something uh, you know I I like to you know push back a little bit on that because here's the thing that happens uh, you know I'm I'm always in in you look at a situation where you know people say don't string a woman on and what what I've learned through time is there are no real victims there's only volunteers if a woman is in a situation where she knows specifically that she's looking for something very specifically, and I understand 100% that we get attached and there's the emotions involved, there's the emotional attachment, but if you're, if somebody is not doing what you want them to do, it's because they don't want to. I mean, we do what we want to do that's you know that's like that whole saying of you know she's not really that into you if you're if you got a guy and he's not making time for you it's because he don't like you and what happens is we don't want to deal with the truth of that and so we hold on and we make excuses for it so i get at a certain period of time where you go well, you know, it, this is six months, but if you're talking about children and somebody's not not moving forward with the with the the, the positive of this is something that we're going to do, this is important to you, it's because he doesn't want to. Now, if we sit and if if the woman sits and 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 I mean, you don't you can you, all you have to do is really look at what people do, not what they say, because what they say is is means nothing. I mean, an mm-hmm. apology. I always say this: an apology without action is not a real apology. It's it's all just bullshit. So, in a sense, I get what you mean about being mindful, but people are going to do what they want to do. the The real idea is that I think a lot of times men will not say what they want to say because they don't want to hurt, hurt somebody's feelings. And and even sometimes, even when a guy, because I'm brutally honest about what I'm willing to do and what I'm not willing to do, and, and they still don't leave, if that's the case. <laughs> do you know? Uh, um, because it's it's a woman's, I mean, because as a guy, we learn the, the, the dynamic of rejection. From the time that I 
found little girls attractive with the little ruffle panties and the whole deal. Mm. Um, I was like, you know, I was here. Do you like me? Check yes, check no. I mean, I was that rejection is where women don't really have to deal with that until much later or in the in the context of relationships. Can you talk about that a little bit more? It's it's very true. And I'm definitely I've been called clinically direct because I am clinically direct when it comes to relationships. And and I guess some of that we're all um, tinged on things that we've lived in this long term relationship that I was in. We both wanted a baby. It was infertility issues um, from both sides. And when it didn't happen quick enough, you know, and I retrospectively, I look and I go, wow, I spent a lot of time hoping, but to touch on what you're saying. Yeah. I think a lot of women, nobody is a victim. Everybody is a choice. It's a choice. But what I can say is that, yeah, we stay in situations and oftentimes women, myself included, you're hoping that you can change them or if the circumstance can change. And it's so true. I, you just don't listen to what anybody says. It's actions speak louder than words. Right. It is. It really is that. And you touch upon something, your acronym, the ACE. Yeah. I love that. I love it because that is so true. It's like the authenticity and the credibility and the empathy. And I will say the credibility, that is key. It's, right. What I found in my dating life, and I've dated a long time, I've dated a lot of like from the dating apps, right. do what you say you're going to do, even if it's difficult. Like I think women, and I'm sure men, we're understanding to a certain extent. I mean, sure. you get in a car accident, like I sure. get it. But if yeah. you say you're going to call at a certain time and then you go somebody, right. you've lost it. You lost me. I, right. I will never trust you again. Was it a big deal that you didn't call when you said you were going to call? Right. No, in the scheme of things, it's not. But no. on a trust level, but it is a it is a big thing. It degrades your value the the value of your word little by little. Exactly, I, and yeah. I, I'll never you know like then that's it just seeds and it, and it does tell your character. Sure, it, it sure. tells who you are. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Something that I say, I, I haven't said this in a while, but you don't have to eat the whole birthday cake to know that it's made with rotten eggs. All you need yeah. is a spo- all you need is a spoonful. And uh, but what what I think also happens is when people and, and there's something else I say. Sometimes I say my honesty sharpens your truth, meaning how honest I am either forces you to be truthful. Or it forces you to be to tell have to lie so much that it makes you uncomfortable that you need to you need to get the fuck out. So what you find is people that are really not credible, who are inauthentic and not credible. Um, when you're upfront and you're honest about it, people will run the other hills because they really want that wiggle room so that they can be full of shit. And so if I'm full of shit and you're full of shit and we're both operating in this gray area. 
then, you know, I don't really know. You don't really know. We stay together. We kind of float. And then at the end, when you don't end up with what you want out of this, or I don't end up, I get to blame you. You didn't say this, this, you know, when it's, it's really, it's all bullshit because honest people, honest people force make, make dishonest people uncomfortable. And they would rather not deal with you than deal with your honesty. And so being upfront and honest and and being clear about what you want is really the point. When we stick around and we know we're not getting what we want, what we're saying is I, I, I'm going to, I'm a little dishonest too. And uh, cause I'm, you're telling me what it is in essence, I'm reading this, but I don't want to hear this. So I'm going to, maybe it'll change. Maybe which I, I totally get. It's a human nature thing, but I, I find that I get, you know, I don't have a problem ever getting women because of the honesty because, but you gotta be righteous in order to do that. You gotta actually be the guy in order to have credibility. You gotta be the dude that you say you are. And, and women find that more attractive than a a six pack with cum gutters. You know, it's, 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 you, you know, feel as a woman, you feel safe. You feel safe. There is nothing that's sexier than if you're a woman and you're with a man and you feel safe. And it's not because they have they're built like you and they're big and, and strong and muscular. It's that they feel safe, that they are emotionally safe. Sure. And that, you know, that that there's not a hidden weirdness. You right. mentioned something else on one of your things. The cake batter. You know what that reminds me of? Oprah yeah. has a saying, I think it was a Maya Angelou where it's like believe when somebody shows you who they are believe, believe them the first yeah. time believe them yeah i gotta tell you even with my only fans even with my only fans it really it kind of is across the board when a guy comes in and he says something really like that's you know kind of upsetting because i don't put out there obviously i'm a nice person i just started this like i'm a mom i'm a nice midwest not that you can't you can be nice yeah yeah sure wherever sure. but it's yeah. like but i'm kind of like you know, I come at this open hearted and I'm like, okay, I like to play. Let's have fun, sexy playtime. I'm not too extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, do I get naked? Yes. I mean, I don't even know. Like, you know, I, I guess I'm soft porn. I don't know. What's the difference? Soft porn, hard porn. You know, I'm, I'm by myself, you know, right. so it's self-pleasure. It's those kind of things. Right, right. But you believe somebody the first time and when somebody comes in hot and they say something just crude and give me rude, an example give me an example of what you mean um <laughs> something that stands out to you they're like uh can i see you fucking a real dick and mm. i'm like whoa well hi welcome yeah. to my page you know it's like the, that's the first letter that's the that's first the message first message i get it's mm-hmm. just it kind of as a woman I, i'm like whoa okay right, um right. I, and then i'm like well okay as i've mentioned I'm a solo creator. Right. Solo means it's me. A lot of me. Right. A lot of me. Right, right. But it's me. You know, so it's like when they come in hot like that or rude or, mm-hmm. oh, God. some. And I know this is across the board to all OnlyFans creators because I know a lot of them. Um, when they expect that we're prostitutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like... Uh, no. Well, I mean, the reason yeah, I mean, why that, but the, sounds, but right, the, re, to be really honest, the, re, the reason why they're thinking that is because that is 
that is on the table a lot of times. A lot of these people are, and they are, and and it's fine that you're not. I mean, one of the things that I, you know, I, like so, so I was a male stripper for about ten years, from like eighty nine to ninety nine, and one of the things that I always said is that I would never, I would never sell my body. Like now, when I made that, <laughs> when I made that boundary, nobody wanted to buy it, right? <laughs> So it was easy to it was easy to make those set up, set up those boundaries and a lot of times those those kind of moral and ethical boundaries you have to set them before those boundaries are questioned um, because if you don't it's a slip it becomes a slippery slope because even on the only like, like naked play and and self creators and stuff I've seen girls slip down on that thing where they you know I I remember a girl I I managed a strip club. And the girl was a waitress, and she wanted to she she wanted to make a few dollars, so she went on stage. And then I I remember uh, her going. I I was managing, and she said, "Oh, the girl's name was Legs." She, I go down, I, she's crying. So I go I go look. You don't have to do this. I mean, you asked to do this. You don't ever have to do this again. And she said, "Yeah, I'll just go back to waitressing." I had quit the job and when I came back when I came back she was doing an anal sex live sex act four months later um huge like 12 inch dick she's riding I hope she was dude. closing uh, well I, I don't know it. I don't even know if she was closing yeah, but that's the that's whole a thing <laughs> and she was riding this and the girls were like go ahead get it it was just insane because yeah it was insane and I remember this girl so what I what you find is that those boundaries those ethical boundaries you have to set up the other thing is once you've crossed that line you can cross that line. So, I mean, you're doing this as a mom and, and, and this is you you like the sexual play and so on and so forth. And you have to consider the fact that you're, you know, that you, that you have a son or daughter. I have a son. Yeah. So yeah. you have to consider that and all of these things. But the bottom line is those once you cross the line, even if you cross the line for fifty thousand dollars. $50 you'll cross the line for. You just have to be in circumstances that make that $50 as yeah. important as 50,000. Are you saying inflation is a factor? Well, well, could I not well, drug, you know, if you're if you get strung out on drugs and you've crossed that line for 50,000, yeah. you'll cross it for 50. But that's it's a form just, of inflation cuz to somebody who's smoking crack, $10 <laughs> is the equivalent $10 of $500. Is 10, that's a lot. relative. Yeah. yeah. So so it's interesting, um, you know, the, the setting those boundaries um, to, to you have to kind of set those boundaries. And so I would never cross that bound. Now, I would have sex with somebody because she wanted to have sex with me, but I would just never do it with an exchange of of money. And one of the reasons why they're coming at you is because other girls do. You know, right. they're not just pulling that out of the, you know what I mean? It's just not. No, I, I know. And I, I have actually friends that used to be escorts, you uh -huh. know, that I've met through this world. So, I, I mean, I get that that's a real, a real thing, but, you know, I don't really, I try, I try to be very upfront on my page about right, right, right. before they even sign up, like solo creator, you know, like these kind of things. I try to make it as clear as possible. So that's, that can be, you know, off-putting um but you had mentioned something on one of your podcasts about the whole um every time a woman meets somebody or goes out with somebody they have to yeah. think is this guy gonna kill me yeah is this guy that's on the and table it's it's on the table and 
as a woman who has been single and dating most of my adult life and somebody that I, you know, I have had, and as most women, unfortunately, most women, regardless of what profession they're in, have had some sort of abuse, you know, have had some encounter where it was scary. And I've had that. That was that when I was a teenager, most of us have had that, unfortunately. We have to think about that. And if you was this a dating situation, an older guy, or it was a dating situation, Uh it was first boyfriend, you know. But um, so all women have to think about if I'm going to meet this guy, this is a safety issue. Not you know, this is a safety issue. I've always been cautious. I've always met in public places when I was just dating, you know. But now this being in this platform kind of raises the stakes. Plus, Mm -hmm. now I'm a mom, so it's like. There's yeah. nothing more important than keeping my kids safe. Right. So, you know, like it was something I weighed before yeah. I started doing the OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. But it al- but it also has been life changing monetarily. And you bring up like, you know, how much would be enough to make you go over that line. Right, right. Um, you know, like I talked to this big studio today and I was just like, yeah, I don't know. You know, like I don't know if I'd be comfortable with that. And they weren't offering me a ton. They've got deep pockets. They're very well known. I'm not going to say their names mm-hmm. just because I'm not f- comfortable with it. But, um, but you know, but I since I haven't done any uh, collaboration on my page yet, you know, they're like, you know, maybe you should just do a collaboration because we don't want to put a whole set together right. and then have you kind of flake out or out. freak out at the end. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I agree. Like that makes total. Well, how did you? How did you? How did this all start, Elena? This uh, this the journey for you? Yeah, the whole thing. Like, how, what got you into this? You know, actually, there were there was one main article, then there was a second article that I saw in like Yahoo News or something, and it was like, mom makes x amount of money every month and she's doing this and i'm like really like i used to do what, like, was, geez, what was that amount elena dollars a month wow. Wow. <laughs> and i went and i went wait a second she's not having sex with anybody mm. and she's and and she's making this and she's at home and yeah. she's not traveling and she's not meeting strangers and but she's doing this from home so and, for you and, it was the appeal of working remotely pre-pandemic yeah it was it was was working from home and it was setting my own hours and the ability to make i thought god i could even make a tenth of what she's doing right that would be incredible money yeah this would be life-changing for me now at first i didn't show my face and then my two first subscribers i i'm looking back i'm like why did they even subscribe i mean i have a decent but i have a mom bod you know it's a decent body but um i'm like now I just laugh at that. I'm like, wow, they subscribed to me and, and they had only seen, you know, from here down. And they and then I was like, well, this is what my face looks like. So what do you think? Would this help? And they're like, you need to start your face. <laughs> so I did. And Instagram the first month, I had 10,000 followers. But my key is that I was smiling. There's a lot of sexy girls. They don't smile. Now, first of all, I smile because I think it's hilarious that I'm in my 50s and I'm doing this. I like I literally am like tickled pink and just thinking like this is insane. Right. right. People actually want to see this. You know, it's funny to me. Like why? I mean, you're an attractive woman and uh, and clearly you're educated and and you, you, you have a really kind face and and. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I think what happens is, uh, you know, what's interesting when you watch porn and you watch some of like the old school 
porn where you have these women with the the lips are done and the the tips tits are like basketballs and the this, this you know and they're wearing the I mean it's I understand that sometime that was a you had that classic porn body yeah what we realize is it, what's really interesting is with the internet and social media um this it, and this is we we were just talking about this in terms of in terms of um uh, black filmmakers, and this is interesting how you can, prior to um, the internet and social media, I I've said this before, a black film was a film that had black people in it. There was, black was a genre hmm. of film, simply because they were black. And now, because there's multiple streaming services and so on, you have black horror films and black love stories and black suspense and black so the black is not a genre so what's interesting is the same thing i'm i'm looking at this correlation with the porn industry that at one time there was these classic big big fake titties hard fake titties basketball titties that was the term and they basically decided that this is what they wanted and now what you have is you know you have bbws you have you have um you know milfs and you have all these categories where people the the consumers are deciding what i like this is what i like and right, the milf category as at all <laughs> is so popular and this person that i just talked to today said well you know guilt is getting really popular too yeah 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 yeah, I mean, this because it's it's giving people an opportunity to to unhinge in terms of what they find attractive or what turns them on, and nobody can define that. So the powers that be and the gatekeepers don't get to make those decisions anymore. It's um, like fashion, Dante. Think about yeah. fashion. Now, I don't know how old you. I don't. I don't know if you talk I'm 50, about. It. I'm fifty-five. Okay, you're my age. You get mm. this, right? So. When we were growing up, yeah. um, you know, it was the Cheryl Teagues. It was the Cheryl Lab. Very, very specific lane that you had. Waspy, yeah. blonde. You know, like I looked, Cher, like Cher to me was exotic. And I yeah. was like, oh, I can look at her yeah. because she's exotic. She doesn't look like this kind of classic Grace Kelly kind of classical blonde beauty. Yeah. So I looked at her and I remember... I, you know, I've always had really full lips. I remember being a kid, and you remember this too then. Yeah, sure, sure. When full lips was not a thing. You know, well, like it was yeah, for, for white girls, it was it was always a thing for us. Yeah. Like, right, right. But yeah, but what the, when you talk about runway, yeah. and, and the runway women were so skinny, they didn't yes. have curves. And, and so Kate when you Moss. look at, yeah, when you're looking at Instagram now and you see these models and the bodies that they home and some some like curvy and 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 voluptuous and some muscular and still curvy it, it's just an it's an interesting um dynamic when the gatekeepers have been removed exactly now now somebody else gets to talk yeah. it's not just yeah. the guy in an ivory tower at or anna wintour with vogue right yeah. That's deciding. No, this we want her to look like a clothes hanger. Hey, I I, I did a little bit of modeling when I was in my late teens, mm -hmm. and at my thinnest, I was always buxom. I was always big chested. You know, eighth grade. I remember some kid came in. Wow, you've got the biggest tips here in middle school, and I'm like, great. Um, what 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 what's your cup size? What you I'm a triple D. 
Really? <laughs> natural. No. Yeah. 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 So, and and that's the thing. The natural thing is such a big deal. Like oh, I yeah. never, I was always like, well, they're not perky and you know, but they're natural. Right. So yeah, it's I, I like the, gravity. Elena, I like a little swing. I like a little swing on it. I like, you know, some give. Yeah, I want a little give. I like a little swing. Are you kidding? uh, (laughs) Yeah. But when I was trying to do the modeling thing, like I'm tall, I'm 5'10". So when I was, that was good, but I was too buxom. So even when I was at my thinnest and I see pictures and I'm like, I look like a victim of, you know, eating disorder. I was so thin. And I had like, but I still had a, like a, a full B cup, even at my thinnest. Right, and right. they were like, well, you'd have to lose another 15. Pounds. They were like, yeah. get those big old tits and get the fuck out of here. Get those, <laughs> and I was like, take those voluptuous, delicious. You get them in this face get, right now. <laughs> and then get the fuck out of here. And, you know, here's the other thing. I don't have a particularly big butt. And I was talking to another creator and we're both like very, you know, we're white whatever and we have white butts and it's not not juicy you know it's just but we talk about how we and she's older too we talk about how we have to position ourselves to try to make them look bigger and it's like and and she goes god and sometimes i almost throw my back out when i'm trying and i'm like i know i'm trying to do these things or you know that one position where a woman's kind of down and then her butt's like and, uh, I swear to God, I could throw my back I'm, I'm out. Very, I'm very familiar with that position. <laughs> <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Elena, so how does so how do you end up writing this book? Okay, so the funny thing is I'd always get these questions. I'd get these young guys and they would ask me questions and all this stuff, or they would come at me with really wacky assumptions, you know, like they'd be um, on OnlyFans, they'd be like, well, I'm only 25. And I'd be like, well, you're right in my demographic. Or, you know, I'm only 29 and I jerk off to you every day. And I'm like, well, good, you're on the older side, but I'm glad to have you here. (laughs) Um, And so, but they, they would come up with these kind of, sometimes they were right on, but sometimes they were kind of wacky with their assumptions or what they would think that I would want. Want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought, God, you know, and, and then I saw something about like um, books and then like smaller books and self-publishing and that you can do this. And I thought, you know, I should write a book. Mm. It was one of those moments where you just go, I should probably do this. I wonder if I could, could I do this? I don't have the, I don't want to do a big book. But then when I started talking to some of my fans, they're like, well, would you bullet point it? You know, like they didn't want to read a long book. They don't want to read a long book. Right. So right. I started writing and I started doing the kind of the sketch of, you know, the content the outline. Yeah. The outline. Thank you. And um, and I was like, yeah, like I've got some some of this stuff in the book is applicable, whether you're a 60 year old guy that wants to date a 50 year old or a 35 year old that wants to date a 45 year old. It's really about the mindset of an older woman. And because I know so many hot older women and, you know, 
I, I kind of know what their mindset is and I am one and I've dated as a younger person and I'm dating now. So I know the difference. So there are really key similarities. And I think that's something Dante that you touch on. It's, it's like just simple respect. Yeah. It's yeah. being respectful. Yeah. You know, women are really going to respond to a guy that, tr- that makes her feel safe. That yeah. doesn't, it doesn't matter if she's 20 or 50. Right. That's, across the board or 70. Right, right. The differences are, I think, my opinion, older women are less likely to take shit um, for very long. Um, And we have other priorities. We have kids, we have aging parents. I address that. Like, don't think that you are gonna be number one. If she has kids, her kids are probably always gonna be number one. Right, right. She has aging parents, that adds a stressor. You know, you start seeing Mm -hmm. that your parents are um, you know, my dad's passed and I had to deal with that. Like, you know, maybe we have a house and we have a mortgage and we have to get the gutters fixed. And like, yeah. those are things that if you're a 25 year old and you're yeah, just you living in an apartment, sex it. in the city style yeah. and having, but like, you have no clue about that. Yeah. So the priority is different, right? Well, I, and, I think there's a concern. You got to have a concern about what her lifestyle outside of this dating thing, which um, you know, you can as well, you could just as well go, uh, this is not for me. And maybe the, the, the aesthetics of having an older woman is what I like, but I don't like the things that go with it, which is, you know, which could happen either way. I, I think the problem is that um, most men don't know how to date anybody. Right. That, that's really what the problem is. I mean, yeah. and, I, and I understand you're writing a book for your particular demographic, but there's these universal truths that, that, so it, for, for instance, if you, if you want to date younger women, um, she's going to want to do some shit. So if I'm 50 years old and I'm da- dating a 20 year old, she wants to go to the water park. I don't want to go to no fucking water park. You know you what know, I'm saying? I just went to a water park yesterday <laughs> <laughs> with my kids. Right, but, well, you right, went but that's the point. Some of his friends. Yeah. And but you know, and I went down like some of the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. You're not gonna want to do the same. You're I, not gonna want to do it all the time. Right. I, I'll make that. I'll make that. I mean, if this is what I want, I'll make that that sacrifice but i'm gonna be clear about the fact that i'm making this sacrifice too like this is it's a give and take so uh what are some of the things that you're thinking of uh, like when you say how to date an older woman you said that the aging parents like i i also want i mean i I, you know I, i find an older woman usually knows what she wants sexually as well. She's she, she knows what works. Yeah, this ain't her. This ain't her. For, yeah, yeah. This I know, and I will tell you. Like I will tell you, like, hey, you know what? That's not going to do it for me. Yeah, yeah. Right over here, that's going to yeah, do yeah. it for me. Yeah, yeah. Like I, because life is short, so I'm I'm going to be more open. I think there's also there's the difference with younger women. Um, there's a, I call it like creating self drama. Like there's self creating drama to make things interesting. I see that with younger women they they like really you know they get into it's kind of that bachelor mindset where it's competitive against other women which is not fun it's just Uh, young and stupid it's what you say i mean you can you capsulize it in that but yeah but it's self-created drama and yeah we like things that are crazy but i'll tell you the difference like if you text me at 11 30 
first of all, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, who in the family is hurt? You right. know, like, right. I'm not going to be like, oh, booty call. I'm yeah, going to yeah. be like, what the hell is somebody calling? What is somebody yeah, yeah. calling me at 11 yeah. night? But I also am going to be open. I'm honest. And, you know, like there's there's better things because we just don't have time for the drama. Carrie, did also, you want to say something? Well, no, I also think that I find that in my history, older women, uh, one of the benefits is they're not going to waste a lot of time as far as the dating or the courting process. Meaning like if I got a babysitter, if I got somebody to watch these kids, we're getting down. We're not, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to draw this out for three or four dates. Yeah. If I'm into you yeah. and you, and you prove that you're not weird and you're actually kind of nice, it's yeah, going you, down. You get somebody's yeah. fucking this pussy. So, somebody. <laughs> if it ain't you, I'm doing something because the right. babysitters ain't cheap. That, if you pass that litmus test yeah. of not being a creep, you know, like we're not yet. Yeah, right. And I don't think we're going to be juggling a lot of guys. Like I juggled guys when I was in my twenties, yeah. but that was yeah. sport. It was fun. You know, yeah. it was like going to a bar. And, and then like, really, when you think about it, it really wasn't fun. If you, I mean, if you put it in, if you look at it in retrospect, it's For like, that time, well, I mean, in small amounts. And, and I get what you mean, yeah. but I'm saying in retrospect, like, so for instance, I, I would say to dudes that, you know, like, I, I don't think I've ever had a one night stand. Like, I've never had somebody where I fucked them once. Um, and the reason why is because sex is never great on the, the first time. It all it, it as you get to know each other, it's better. So the need to f be invested in the fact that this person is important enough to get so that you both please each other is something. It is something just it just makes common sense. And in your youthfulness, because of the fact that you don't know your own value, a lot of young guys are like, how many girls can I get? How many, how many, and I'm, I'm trying to get the body count up. And it's like, oh, I did this and I did this, but was, but when you look in retrospect, the best sex was the sex that was most intimate with the person that I knew the most and I understood who, what, who they were, what they liked and they, and we were compatible. Oh my you know? God, I mean, there's nothing better um, then when you're with somebody and you can laugh afterwards yeah. and you can do it again, or when the connection, you know, the sexiest thing, I mean, this is a saying that a lot of people know it's men fall in love with their eyes. Women fall in love between their ears, right. you know, like, but with that connection, when you're looking at somebody and you're having sex, you're making love, whatever the term you want to use, mm. it's like, that's the like intense, the like that is. Right. And once you've had it, I've talked about it. And it's funny because, you know, like I come on camera as part of my living, right. but, I'm myself. but one of the things that's so magical is, you know, like once you've had that connection, it's kind of like eating um, really cheap chocolate and like really good chocolate. Yeah. It's like, God, yeah. you don't want to go back. Yeah, I don't want to go about. back to uh, that meaningless, you know, because it's bland. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. okay. You know, and so I'm selective. So when when my subscribers are saying like you know I want to see you with the real dick and I and I, I made a welcome message that I just put on there now and I'm just like listen I would too I would like to see that as well mm -hmm. however I'm not just gonna go outside and grab somebody and do it mm -hmm. right. I'm just not you know like I want there to be some kind of something there some connection some connection yeah. that makes it so much better like yeah. it just makes it so much better. That's so, not your jam. It's not what you're into. You, you kind of. I know, of, which is weird. Yeah. What I do, but it's like, you know, that, I guess that's why um, I, mean, I 
was, I had an article that I was part of, um, Missy Martinez from Hustler did this article. She was like, Hey, do you want to contribute to special relationships with your um, sex toys? And I'm like, I do have special relationships with my sex toys. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> they are my collaborators. Yes. Here's, here's a picture of two of them. Um, because what I'd is- rather that than to just be with some rando. What is the dating life now at this point or how often? I mean, what 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 goes I, down? This is, I'm going to sound really pathetic. But you know what? A lot of these OnlyFan girls will say, like, we're so boring because we work so hard yeah. at doing what we're doing that we kind of live boring lives. Like, yeah. you know, like I'm a mom. That's number one what I am, mm-hmm. number one. But my dating life is not I have not gone on a real date since I started OnlyFans. So it's been right. over, I mean, it's been well over a year. Of course it was COVID related too. So right, like right, right. my last major relationship ended because he was long distance and COVID happened when we were going to get together for another weekend. And then that stretched out and and then we broke up. Now a real this. date, does that mean you haven't fucked in, since COVID? That's correct. Wow. And I'm not going to tell you how far before that, but no, I, oh, wow. I have not. I have not that's embarrassing. It's not that's embarrassing. True. I mean, <laughs> You can you can end that streak anytime you want, Elena. This is self-imposed, dear. Yeah, the, the point your is, choice. yeah, you 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 gotta. But I, I mean, get it, can, I get it. Yeah. Why you know you get to the point where you you value your time, you value your intimacy, and you don't want to waste it on something because you, it's so unsatisfying when it is unsatisfying. Right. You know? It's so well, and, yeah, and and also I do have one hundred percent custody of my kid, mm-hmm. so like. If they come into my world, they're going to come into my world. Right, right. And I am, however selective I am about somebody touching this body. Right, right. Touching him is, yeah, you got to protect him. Yeah. Yeah, like that's a whole nother. And now what I do for a living, here's the the crazy thing, guys. I don't know if you realize this, but some guys don't want to date somebody that's on camera Mm. Naked. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I, which I is their, which is their limit, and their, you know, it's hey, right. and I respect everybody's that. limit. Yeah, everybody's right. boundary. I respect yeah. that because I don't know if I, you know, like I can put myself in their shoes. You know, even yeah. though I'm not having sex with another person, I right. can see where that would be off-putting. And that's what I've told some of my fans. I'm like, guys, I know that you really want to see this. Here's the problem: there are guys that I maybe like, but they don't want to date me. Mm-hmm. unless i leave this world right. so like you know leave the only fans world right so right, like right. that doesn't work for me because i'm this this helps me and i'm financially independent and this is setting me up so i can retire someday i mean i'm making so much more money than i was before and i was in a professional very you know very professional what did uh, you do before what so was your line of i for the most part i've done i did consumer products um mm-hmm. so i was going to walmart and target and i was selling like novelty stuff and toys um and then after i had my kiddo i stayed home i did um in-home daycare i was very very wholesome you know very wholesome and um and then i sold some stuff like i did insurance i sold cars that was a really interesting year Mm. oh my goodness i can you know like i did really well but if you know anything about car sales you're there all the time Right. You are there all the time, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's it's a wicked yeah, it's game. Grueling. And those yeah. there's a reason that like used car salesmen have that um, that stigma. It's yeah. Because there's there's some truth to that. I yeah. I've worked with some really scuzzy guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. How old is your son? He's 12. And how do you how do you propose to bridge that or have you bridged the whole idea of the OnlyFans and, and him coming across it or maybe his, you know, schoolmates or something, you know, how do you bridge he, that? He knows. He knows. Okay. I mean, he knows with to what degree he wants to know. Okay. You know, like he knows. And I talked to him before I even did it. I was like, here's the deal. Again, it makes it a little easier because I'm not with another person on camera. Right. But um, so he knows and he's just like, okay, that's all I need to know. Like he knows, but he also knows we went to Walt Disney World for a week. Yeah. And we had a great time really, and was, I could afford it. Yeah. Right. I could right. afford it and I could afford making a droid. Yeah. I could afford going to Olga's Cantina. I could afford to do all these really crazy expensive things that I could never afford to do. Yeah, before. see, that makes it a lot easier when you go, yeah. when they go, uh, uh, Susan's mom says you're a slut. Yeah, well, Susan doesn't have Buzz Lightyear and... <laughs> you know. Doesn't have a dirt bike. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, and you know, and I, I ask, you know, we again, we have a really close relationship and, and he's always known, obviously, he doesn't have a dad. He had a sperm donor. Like, he knows this, and it's always been important. It's kind of like those horror stories you hear about a kid finding out they're adopted, but they right. find out when they're, like, 17, and then they feel so betrayed. I never wanted that for him yeah. in any way. Right. That's so probably the better way to go about it because there's no secret. It's weird. Kids will adjust to a lot of things if they know going into it. The surprise is probably more difficult to deal with than anything else. It's like a betrayal, right? Like, what if you found extent, out, like, yeah. you know, your mom or something was doing this? And <laughs> oh, I hope my mom's not doing it. Good Lord. <laughs> my mom is well for the night, but not on OnlyFans. Actually, so, you know Harry, I, I didn't tell you, Harry, but your mom, no. your mom does have an OnlyFans. Oh, no. I am her See, second subscriber. Wait, no, I, I heard about this. It's an OnlyFans, but all she does is talk about how much she wants to kill my dad, her ex-husband. It's you very strange. It's quite popular. Does it, but does it topless while playing with her boobs? She's got an audience. She's got an audience. I'll bring yeah. this up to her at Easter uh, Easter dinner. I told you know I told my mom. So my mom's like a retired teacher. You know, like mm. very like oh my god, if I ever said the f word in front of her, just crazy. Right. And um, yeah, and she, I told her what I did, and at first she was like oh oh, and then I told her how much I was making, and she goes oh, oh. yeah, Whoa. that teacher salary. You go something else. He goes, so you got she's like, you got tenure on OnlyFans? She's like, no, nah, well, let me ask you this. When you talk about the OnlyFans, what's the most money that you've heard anybody making? That I've heard anyone making? Yeah. I know somebody, and now she does do porn. So like I get this, okay? Yeah, yeah. But um, but she had a month, and I think it was maybe before she did a lot of porn, four hundred thousand a month. Wow. In one month she did four hundred thousand. I know personally one of my very best friends. Brings in about a hundred thousand a month. Mm -hmm. um, I think you know it's very typical. Hundred and not very typical, but I mean it's like it's and what's not. A, what's, a, what's an average? Well, I mean, if you really go on averages, 
you'd go really low. But mm. it really depends. It's kind of like saying, what does an average actor make? Mm. What is an average working actor? Well, well yeah. working actor is, is you make, you know, you, 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 I mean, a SAG scale is the $1,000, $1,000 a day, an eight-hour shift. Yeah. Something like that or something around but like that. I think we're saying is like there there are working and struggling actors. There are actors who do OK. And yeah, then there's, there's a, actors right. who are the Tom Cruise level where you're making 20 million a, a picture. That That is what I'm saying. There's yeah. like different tiers. I mean, I'm in the top one percent. I'm like point five or something. At, at mm -hmm. some point I was at point three, four before like the hey, we're not going to allow porn anymore. Mm -hmm. um, that craziness that happened. So, I mean, I've done well for a, a solo. But I also know women that are, you know, that do better. You know, I do. I know women that don't do as well. But mm -hmm. like for me, it has been life changing. I mean, I can I'm, I'm making, um, you know, I'm making a, I make I made six figures last year. I'd never make six, six figures before. Even when I was traveling and I was working professionally, I never made six figures before. Right, right. I made six figures last year. And that was starting in April. Yeah. You know, so it's it's life changing because I can look at actually retiring someday. Like, yeah. honestly, I really had said uh, almost a, like a year, a, a year and a half ago at this time. And somebody said, well, what are you going to retire? Because I was making like 30 grand a year selling insurance. And mm -hmm. I was like, I'll never retire. I have a kid to take care of. Right. I don't want to be a burden to him. Mm -hmm. I will be done. I will, I will work until I die, until I drop. Right. You know, now I can actually see, like, I can put money away. I can help him make sure that he's taken care of forever. You know, yeah. like, as far as college and getting to college and all those things that you want. Yeah. You know, that I I, I always hoped I would find a partner to help me achieve. Now I'm doing it on my, my own. So right, right. it's better. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, We're going to do a little bit, Harry. Can we... uh. Are we about at that time? Aaron? Yeah, it's we, about time. Let's do a little something on the Patreon. Something on the Patreon, a little behind the scenes. We'll go and dig in a little bit deeper and, and whatever. But um, plug your OnlyFans or whatever it is you want to plug. And the plug. book as well. And the book. Yeah. So, okay. So the book, um, the book is, is just kind of fun. It's, oh, and I recorded my own um, for Audible and iTunes. Oh, nice. nice. So that was really fun because the poor guy that I came into the studio, I was like, I'm going to do an audio book. And this is what it's called. And you goes, whoa, this is going to be fun. Uh -huh. And then he was like a guy in his 50s. And so I'm talking all about like this book for young for young guys. And he's just like, just for the record. I mean, just so you know, it doesn't matter. But I don't have to take a blue pill. And I'm like, all right. Uh -huh. And he wasn't coming on to me. But I right, think he right, right. Like, felt like he needed to yeah, explain yeah. that not all older guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyways, how to date hot older women by Elena St. James. I'm a chair model. That's me. Mm -hmm. um, it's not long. It's a quick read or it's 36 minutes on Audible. Um, but it's $4.99 on, on uh, Amazon. So it's really cheap. So okay. my OnlyFans, you can find me every place, really. So I have I have a YouTube channel where I talk about cheese curds mm -hmm. and um, Danish Kringle because I'm from <laughs> Wisconsin. You know, like I so I do kind of mainstream stuff. So if you yeah. like to eat, um, but I'm also on Twitter, Elena St. James. I'm on Instagram, Elena St. James. I have five official pages there because you never know when they're going to get rid of you. Mm -hmm. um, I do TikTok. I have one TikTok that has like, been seen like over 10 million times. Mm -hmm. um, so that's fun. But the, obviously where I make my money, and by the way, the scammers out there, I will never ask you for money. 
what I, what, how I make my money is on OnlyFans and Fansly and those type of sites. Mm-hmm. And it's Elena underscore Saint underscore James. But you really probably just find me best at either my website, elenastjames.com, or I made one really easy for the guys that don't like spelling. It's IWantElena.com. And that will give you a link right to my OnlyFans. Okay. Dope, dope. Thank you so much. Harry, talk to me. Uh, you just go to my stuff at Harry Trajanian. That's where all my uh, social media is. Uh, you know, my TikTok, my YouTube, the whole thing. Uh, everything Dante Nero, Google me. You know how to get me. If you need a one-on-one consultation, hit me at DanteNero.com. Click on consult. You can book time with me. Don't forget the Patreon. Do, support us on the Patreon. because That's what helps us continue to do this. Check out our YouTube channel. Um, check out the Man School Instagram, all that stuff. There's clips going up. Harry's busting his hump, taking care of that. Uh, GYBB, get your balls back. WWDD, what would Dante do? The sexual revolution is being podcasted. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>